Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dio Ademo. Hallelujah. We want to thank God uh, due, to popular, uh, due to popular demand. Uh, a lot of people said, no, Pastor, round off the, uh, the Dominion series. Well, I can't round it off that way. You take another four lessons because we haven't done, uh, we are just on be fruitful. They still multiply. They still replenish the earth. And they still subdue the earth. So you see, that's four messages there. You can't. But I will come to a logical conclusion of it, at least the last week's message. Let us finish it. The journey so far. We have learned that God is passionate about us having dominion. God doesn't joke with dominion. God wants each and every one of us to have dominion. Dominion is the mandate he has got for humanity. And he wants each and every one of us to exercise dominion, to participate in dominion. We saw how he always reacted when dominion is not expressed. You saw the fig tree. Immediately didn't have fruit, Jesus caused it. Jesus, the kind man, Jesus always doing good, Jesus going around. But when it came to dominion, if he didn't see you exercising dominion, Jesus reacts to it. God, the heavens, don't joke about dominion. I told you that's why God can boycott his own children who are even praying. He can boycott them. And the ones that don't know him because they're exercising dominion and go and bless them. Because it's just his thing. The very first thing he wanted in humanity was for them to have dominion. He created them for worship, created them for a lot of things, but dominion has a class of its own in the heart of God. We saw all this in Mark 11, 12 to 25. He gave us the seed to rule and to have dominion. We learned that. The parable of the talent, how God judged the situation. You see people he gave talents to. He gave them gifts, just like he has given us all of us gifts. He gave one five talents, one two, one one, and the five produced ten, the two produced four. The one did not produce anything. Look at how God judged him. God did not only say that God did not only take the one he had and gave it to the one who was reproducing. The Bible says he was sent to the place of gnashing of teeth. That is, he was punished for not even having dominion. God is not relentless. God is, God is passionate about this subject of dominion. I wish children of God will understand this, that he doesn't joke with dominion. You are to be fruitful. There is no excuse for not being fruitful in this life. There is no excuse. Thank God for those I'm challenging you again. Thank God for those who have expressed dominion to a degree, writing their first books. Every member of this church should have a book. Amen? Praise God. Don't write nonsense there, though. Amen. Parable of the talent. Okay, we talked that. Uh, advantage. And we, last week, we started talking about Jacob and Esau. How one had 14 blessings and one only had one blessing. Even the one he had, it was a, it was a big deal before he had it. I want to quickly share this as a foundation before I go into the conclusion. In life, there are about four doors, four kinds of doors. When anyone wants to move 
from the level you are in to another level, or you want to move forward, or you want to push forward, or you want to change the atmosphere of your life, or you know there is something bigger and you want to step into the bigger, there are about four doors in life, generally, that every man must pass through. The first door is the one I call the door of self-ability. That is, this, in this door, you will use force, your ability to open it. That could be you going to school, that could be skill development, that could be your own effort in improving yourself. In this door, hard work is the key. It will not open unless you're a hard worker. Praise God. Hard work is good, but it's not what you depend on all the time. For example, you pass, you go to school, you pass your school side, from school side, go to university. From, all this is hard work. Ask people in university. It's not easy to pass. Or is it very easy to pass? Oh, there must be hard work. There must be burning of candles. Oh, you don't burn candles here. But uh, you know what I mean. There must be some effort on your part before you pass. Praise God. And after the end of the day, by God's grace, you are able to get a good job and keep on developing yourself. That's improvement. The second door in life that everybody passes through one way or the other is the door of access, I call it. The door utilizes a code or a key. You know, there are some doors in life. It is not effort. It's not hard. It's just, you just have to have the code. Maybe 4332. It's just a code. If, you, if, you, if, you press, if, you, if the right code is 4332 and you press 4331 and you say, ah, but I'm close enough, it should open. Will it open? No, it only answers to the code. And this is the door of connection. What did I call it? Connection. You are four people away from the real thing you need in life. There are people who are seated by you in church. You don't know whether they have the key of your next level. They are here. Praise God. You don't know. So these are doors you should be, I call it door of connection. It's people knowing somebody, knowing somebody, knowing somebody. It gives you access. You just have access into, into, into the person. Praise God. Amen. Now, for example, your pastor. Your pastor has uh, one or two things he can do for public. Uh, as a clergy, as a registered clergy, I can sign so many things that is recognized by the government. And here is somebody in your house crying. That, I must sign it before tomorrow. I need somebody. I don't have a pastor. Do not have any? He said, uh -huh. What's the document? The person brings the document and says, oh, it's just this government form. It's just to sign at the back. Is that all? And that's why you are crying. Enter my car. I'll take you to my pastor's house. Ah, can we go to pastor's house like that? Ah, he said, it's my pastor now, my father's house. I can go there anytime. Let's go. And you just bring the person. Meanwhile, on the way, you die. You say, pastor, are you home? I say, ah, there's something important I want you to do for me. Pastor says, ha, ha, for you, anything, anything, I'll do anything for you. All right, he says, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming with somebody. Pastor is always used to receiving guests. Okay, I'm coming with somebody. And so, so and brings the person. He says, okay, this is it. He says, go ha, the thing the person had been crying over, just since in two minutes, everything is resolved. What is that? Door of access. 
Now, it might just be a simple thing today. It might be something more complicated than that. Somebody who knows somebody, who knows somebody, who knows somebody, will do for you. Door of access. This door can only be opened. Now, let me ask you a question. If that same fellow came to my house without the friend who is a member of this church and say, excuse me, I'm just passing by. They say you can sign something. <laughs> Praise God. I say, it's only the mercy of God I'm not calling 119. I mean, 911. What's, what's it? 911. It's not by the mercy of God I'm not calling 911. Uh, can you please excuse my, yourself from my property? That's what you say, because he's a total stranger. It's fraud if I'm signing something for you and I don't know you. But based on the fact that I know somebody who knows you, I can sign it on that person's credibility. Do you understand that? That is what's called access. Everybody say door of access. The third door, praise God. The third door, no, I have control here, don't, don't bother, is door of faith. The door of what? This door opens while you are approaching it. It's faith. It works by sensor. It's either you have it or you don't have it. Amen? It will open of its own accord without stress. I like this door. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't look at you whether it's male, female. Uh, the pigmentation of the skin is this color or that color. It doesn't look at all that. Are you a human being? Do you have body heat? That's faith. <laughs> Whoa, it opens of its own accord. It uses sensor. Once you are in the proximity of it, once you get it, hallelujah, that's the door of faith. How many people like this one? Doesn't discriminate age, gender, race, belief. Does not discriminate. It responds to your faith. I speak over your life. I decree and declare, in this season, your faith will work. In this month of victory, because he said this is the victory that overcomes the world, even your faith, those that were shot before, they will be opened of their own accord. You know why? The Bible talks about he that has the key of David. He can open a door no man can shut. He can shut a door no man can open. He said, ye everlasting doors be ye opened. Why should they be open? He said that the king of glory may come in. We say, who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty in battle. He lives on the inside of you. All the sensor needs to do is to sense what's on the inside of you. It opens of his own accord. In this season, you will experience such doors opening to you. You will open of their own accord because you are full of faith. You are speaking faith. You are declaring faith. You are declaring God's word over your life. And you just see things open of their own accord to you. Praise God. And the last kind of door, and that door is very important. You should use faith. And the last kind of door is the door of seasons. This door will only open in its season. And you must be sensitive to the timing. Because if you miss the timing of your season, you will have to wait for the next season. I was talking to some of my ministers this morning. I said it's like when you want to go to the 21st floor of a building. You wait for the elevator. The elevator opens for a while. You know there's timing to it. When the elevator shuts it off, that's it. What do you have to now do? If you still want to use the elevator, you wait till it comes downstairs again. Now, if you are in a hurry, you can say, okay, let me go take the staircase. No problem. To the 21st floor, no problem. You will get there safe and sound, but you will find out that the elevator has come maybe two or three times. 
down before you get there. And people that were not, that did not even meet you at the reception, they've gotten to their place before you get there. That will not be your portion. I speak over your life, you will not miss your season in the name of Jesus. So be sensitive in life as you go on. When you want to have access to another realm in your life, the Holy Spirit will lead to you. Which door will take me to this next level? Is it self-development? Is it personal development? Is it access? Should I improve my relationships with people? Some of you are in businesses you can't do without good relationships because it's the final thing. Your PR must be strong. You must learn how to leave impression in people's lives that they will never forget you. Amen? The third one, the door of faith. How's your faith? Because there are some doors. You can't open by self-development and you can have all the qualifications in the world. It won't open. It will just be by divine intervention. Your sen- the sensor must sense something, an energy on the inside of you that is not the normal one. Do you understand? Then you have the fourth one which is in seasons. The time comes. I speak to somebody this morning, it is your season. I say it is your moment. It is your hour. It is your time. In the name of Jesus. So as you go on in life, these are these, these different seasons, these different doors are there, which you must know how to conquer, how to enter. And God will bless you as you continue in them in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, our time is up. Praise God. And I haven't really got into, I have enough. I have, oh, Jesus is Lord. I have enough. Oh, it's in my bones. I have enough. Praise God. Let's stand up on our feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.